I was, I was something else I was thinking of. I had a little chat, a little text chat with uh, with just Nate over the weekend. He texted me on Sunday with the link to the latest Saturday Night Live. There was a sketch called Man Park. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, <clears throat> it was funny. Who was the fucking host? I don't remember. Oh, the guy from Lovecraft Country. And he's in other stuff now, but he was in Lovecraft Country, which I guess they canceled Love Lovecraft. I can't even say it. Lovecraft Country. That's why they canceled it. No, you can't say it. Lovecraft Country. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, hard stuff to say is not going to make good television. That's why Tech TV, Johnny Boys, uh, maybe just call it Johnny Boys Tech TV. 24 hours, technology, video games, TVs, phones, cool cars, cool gadgets, cool stuff all the time. No episodes of Cops. No episodes of fucking Cheaters. No Ghost Hunters. There's plenty of channels to watch all those other things. Yeah. NFL Network. You know what? You know what's on the NFL Network 24 hours a day? The NFL. All day, every day. Nothing but football. That's, you can just put it on. I don't know what show is on the NFL Network right now. I really have no idea. But I'm just going to put it on. I'm not actually going to put it on, but I can put it on and say, hey, I just want football in the background, and you're just going to get football. And that's what tech TV is going to do. I'm not here to talk about it. I already talked about tech TV. What I want to talk about is, that, yeah, the Man Park sketch, where it's the, the premises that is for guys who are in relationships. It's, a par- it's like a dog park, but for dudes who don't have a social life. And the woman starts out like, I come home from work, and my husband just uh, rambles about – 50,000 different things all at one time. And, you know, he's talking about like the difference between a. I just, my mind just went blank. Oh, the football team has 11 men and a rugby team has 15. It's just all this, just nonsense. Like just guy stuff, right? And it was funny because the sketch, uh, it didn't, it didn't speak to me at all. I found it funny and I got it, but it didn't speak to me in the sense that like, that's not me. Um, like I'm not I'm not one of those dudes who just like, you know, my wife comes home and I'm just talking about dude stuff. I will ramble about stuff. Anyone who's listened to five seconds of this podcast knows I'll just ramble about whatever I want. And yeah, I talk about let's quote unquote dude stuff. Uh I certainly talk about football. I certainly talk about video games, pro wrestling and stuff like that. But it's it's not one of those things where I'm just sitting there like, hey. Hey babe, hey, I want to talk to you about wrestling for a little bit. Just have a seat. I want to tell you about let's talk about football. Uh, and that's kind of the premise of this sketch: is guys who just need an outlet, and they're in a relationship, so all, all they have is their 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 lady to talk to. So they have to go to this man park, and there's two guys just standing there, and you know, one of them's like Pete Davidson's rise and grind. Uh, yeah, rise and grind, and then they're smiling and laughing and shaking hands. Immediately, I know, okay, the sketch is for me to enjoy. It's not about me. It's not towards me. It's not something that's going to hit me on any real personal level because, I mean, it is because I, you know, I hate the whole, anyone who's ever said rise and grind, I want to punch him in the face. If you said rise and grind, come over here so I can punch you in the face. You fucker. How dare you ever even say such a thing? And the whole grind culture and all that stuff is just such shit. I'm so glad you know, working in the industry that I'm in, there's a lot of those, you know, those grind bros all over the place. Rise and grind, bro. Let's go get some craft beers after. And I'm, I haven't really been affiliated with any of them. That doesn't mean I haven't been surrounded by really hardworking people. But that's hard work is one thing. Celebrating it and this thing called grinding is fucking awful. It's a fucking, you're a terrorist. If you've ever said rise and grind, you're a terrorist. <laughs> so so this guy started they take the guys to the park and was rise and grind oh, yeah, rise and grind and then uh one of you guys standing there and he's like marvel 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 doesn't speak to me because i think i made it pretty clear how i feel about marvel uh and i feel as though uh you know how I feel about Marvel. So again, it's like okay, I'm not a, I'm not one of those rise and grind guys. I'm not a Marvel guy, and uh, 
But the sketch was funny, and Nate sent it to me, and we were talking about it, and I was just saying how what I what I realized why the sketch I, why I didn't find it. There's going to be a lot of people who don't find the sketch funny. And look, it's not the funniest sketch that's ever been created. Let's be perfectly honest. It's it's a good sketch. It's a fun. It's a clever premise that hasn't really been done, I guess. Or it has. It probably has been done just in different ways. But this uh, this uh, you know, the Simpsons have done it in their own much much cleverer ways in in, in different sort of different sort of ways, different sort of episodes and things. Uh, anyway. What what got to me about it was as I was sitting there because and that's also the people I associate with are not like that. And I, as I was saying to, as I was saying to Nate when we were texting, I said, "Man, one thing that hit me about that sketch is it, it with the exception of my buddy Alex, who is a good guy and a smart guy and a funny guy and and you know f- talk to and you know has more than uh, you know is more than just a one dimensional sort of caricature." You can't say that about everybody else here in New England. And it's and 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 it's not just New England, it's a lot of places. Uh there's just so many people. It's been so I've mentioned like how hard it is just making friends in New England. It's because every every situation that I've been thrust into, which is typically school related events, you know, it's a dance or some kind of party, and all the parents are standing off to the side, and they're kind of forced to mingle. The kids are all having a good time; they all know each other. They're doing this bullshit, and and the parents are, hey, oh, hey, how you doing? And I just, I can't do small talk. It's been pretty made pretty clear. I I'm not a small talk guy. I don't, not because I don't want to. That is correct. I do not want to make small talk. I also I don't have the ability to do it. Some people are are small talk artists. They can just they have topics ready and they can talk about stuff and it's not yeah, yeah, the we, I mean any asshole can say how about this weather. You know, how about the, the football game? You know, anybody can say that. But to be able to some people can just come up with these conversations and I just stand there in awe. I say god damn it. I wish I could just do that. I wish I could just be, you know, people can be trapped on an elevator and just start they can just start riffing, and everybody loves them by the end of the 30-second elevator ride. It's crazy, man. There's people who just have that gift. I don't. Uh, and most people don't, because evidenced by the fact that I've been at so many parties, birthday parties for the kids where there's, uh, you know, some of the parents already know each other, so they're, they don't, they're off doing their thing. They're not interested in, in bringing you into the circle. No interest whatsoever. Zero interest. Uh, and then there's ones that are like, kind of like, okay, come on in. There's not really a circle. It's like, okay, well, we're just sort of standing here facing each other. So what do you want to talk about? And that, that man park really kind of knocked me on my ass because it reminded me of every child's birthday party that I've been to in the last six years or any kind of event the last six years where you have to, uh, yeah, where you have to try and come up with something and and it's like you know i'll 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 try to come up with some topics you know like hey hey what's your what's your favorite season and why fellas what kind of what kind of soft drink what are, what are the what are your top 3 soft drinks number 1 for me is root beer for sure and then probably ginger ale is number 2 and then a coke or pepsi uh cola type thing would be number 3 what about you guys no nothing not interested in this conversation okay uh, what's your favorite? Uh, the holidays are coming up, fellas. What's your favorite seasonal activity? What what gets you? What gets the holiday juices flowing, fellas? What do you guys like? To, not no, not that. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, uh patriots. Huh? Hmm. Patriots. Yeah, you know, patriots. Yeah. Patriots. Uh, pa- yeah, patriots. Patriots. Uh, Pascal. Pa- that's pretty much that's about what it's like. Let's be honest. Uh, it's very it's so fucking difficult, and and that's I I take this for granted. I really do. When I think back, and, I, and as I was texting to Nate, uh, 
about this man park thing and he thought it was funny and he was saying that he lives in a neighborhood where there aren't a lot of those kind of like alpha dudes it's just a kind of a chill uh, block to be on good group everybody's kind of just hanging out nobody's nobody's a douchebag they're all they're, they've all become friends and it's, it sounds nice it sounds nice um and uh and we were just saying like yeah how nice that is and i was saying man thank god i have the friends that i've made in the first 35 years of my life uh before coming <laughs> before coming to new hampshire because if i if i came if i just came here without uh all the friends that i have it would be you know, I, I don't really – it's one of those things I don't like. Okay, maybe I'll make some friends. Maybe I won't. I don't really care. I made a bunch of friends through work. That's pretty much bound to happen. And that's a nice – that's a thing I'm thankful for. Uh, at all the places that I've worked, even the places that I've hated, I've made a lot of good friends. In Boston, in the areas around Boston, in the remote jobs I have, There's all, there's been like really good folks who have I've taken with me, so to speak, really good friends who I still chat with regularly. I got my my cackling crows down in there there in Florida, which if it weren't for those dudes, that would have been a fucking that was a miserable experience, and it would have been just that much more miserable. You know, Chris, my buddy Chris, the cackling crows, Jay, Chris, and myself, as uh, as our friend Carlene uh, dubbed us uh, years ago, over a decade ago, if you can believe that, uh, because we would be in either my office or Jay's office. Uh, just cackling away, just talking about nonsense. And I fucking look forward. I look forward to my time with those dudes so much because I look forward to two things. I look forward to going home and being with my family. And I look forward, I did not look forward to work, but I look forward to seeing those motherfuckers and just being silly with those assholes and then going out for drinks afterwards and having Chris uh, tell the bartender it's Miller time, and then she brings him a Miller Light because it was a whole, it was the most confusing conversation ever. But he ends up with a shitty Miller Light, and then Jay and I getting so drunk that we thought we thought we were walking into a new hip bar, and it was an AA meeting across the street. I mean, those are those are the, the dudes right there, man, and they're just just good, just fucking great guys. And I, I get that everywhere, you know, in in North Carolina. I mean, my family was there, so that's cool. But I had. Uh, man, yeah, you know, Cl- old Cliffy boy and, and, and Albert and Jody and all these people who really, you know, again, coworkers and I would go to work and I would look forward to work because I look forward to just having that time with those people. And then the same, uh, here in, in the Boston area, lots of, lots of people that I really enjoy. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen as much these days because we're all remote. So it's like they're that opportunity for that banter luckily i know all these people from in person before the pandemic so there's there's that that sort of already exists that that rapport which is great uh and you can build a rapport remotely pretty easily too but if it weren't for that man and 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 one of the things i just i was gonna say earlier that i take for granted is the friends that i have from like you know growing up and back in the day are just so like you just think, I've got this great group of friends, but I could go anywhere and you can't replace those friends. But there's a, probably a lot of people like that. You, I foolishly think like, oh, everybody's got their group, right? And you go everywhere. And that's true. And you just think like, oh, there's a version of us in, in every city, in every town, in every state. That ain't fucking true, man. When I, going back to the, the, the four horsemen, Nate, Shimo... Shawnee, Double J, like the the original fucking gang from back, you know, going back to the 80s, man. The 80s and the 90s. There's nobody else like those guys. And I and and then the the group that I my fucking my wedding was known as the Barnes and Noble prom because everybody I worked with at Barnes and Noble came to my wedding because we were all such good friends. And uh and still are to this day. I love those people to death. I, it's just crazy how much I love those guys and how much I love, you know, obviously, my friends growing up. And uh, so, yeah, and, and so Nate, just Nate, is he's uh, one of those Barnes & Noble characters that has you know become a, a lifelong friendship. And I think, man, I'm, <laughs> that's why it doesn't bother me so much. But I'm like, wow, 
Look at these motherfuckers that I have met over the, my 41 years. And then even here, like I said, uh, we've, got, we've got our friends. Uh, you know, we've got uh, not work, non-work friends it would be Alex, would be Johanna, people that we can just like get together with and just have a fucking regular old time. And it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, that's great. That's fantastic. And I think about like, yeah, so this this man park thing, it did make me chuckle because I said, this is what it's like. This is what it's like being a, and I, and I say this is what it's like living in New Hampshire, but that's because that's what it's like for me and I live in New Hampshire. That's really what it's like for everybody everywhere, I would imagine. You go to these birthday parties, kids parties. Yeah, you, some you get lucky. Like I said, with our friends Alex and Johanna, we got lucky that our kids became best of friends. And the parents ended up being cool too. That's a big fear, right? Hey, I've got a new friend. Uh, okay. And then you meet up and maybe the parents are there and it's like, what are they going to be like? Are they going to be shitheads? And and so it's nice when that doesn't happen. And not that any of these people are shitheads. It's just, yeah, they're not... They're not in my circle. I'm not in theirs. It's just a different group. And and the kids are just friends with kids and they haven't sort of found their little groups and stuff like that. And so these these little kid birthday parties, it's just all kinds of people. And you try as I might, and I have made many efforts over the years where I'm just standing there and I want to like, you know, hey, what's uh, so what's up? What are you... And you want to so bad. I don't want to ask about what do you do for a living. You don't want to talk. It's a weekend. It's a Friday night. You don't want to talk about it. It's Saturday afternoon. You don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to tell you what I do. You want to tell me what you do. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, Patriots? Uh, yeah. Patriots. Patriots. And that's about, the <laughs> that's about the extent of many of my conversations with the other dudes, the other the other dads, um, and and some who are, yeah, just so just wanting you can tell like okay, I'm not I'm gonna I'll leave you alone I'll leave you alone. And then there was one guy one time at a birthday party at the trampoline park. One of the dads, some little kid came up to him and grabbed his leg and was like, "Daddy, daddy!" I'm like, "Oh, is that your kid?" And he's like, "I I have no idea who that kid is. I've never seen him before in my life." But I must look like his dad. And then five minutes later, we saw the kid with his actual dad, and it looked nothing like this dude. It was funny. It was a funny moment. We, so we had that. We had that. And I thought, okay, maybe this is the icebreaker, and now we'll become pals. We shared that funny moment together. Now we're buddies. We're friends now. And, uh, and so, of course, the next time I saw this guy at a birthday party or a school function, uh, I went up to him. And I, was like, I was like, Daddy, is that you? And we chuckled, and then it, you know, we chuckled less and less, and then we realized, oh, okay, that's the only thing that we, that's our one shared experience, and the similarities now are at an end. Okay, and you're walking away over there, and I am done with, okay, all right, good to talk to you. It's fun, funny joke. And that was the extent of it. <laughs> And I don't fuck it. I don't have like I don't have the usual guys. So I don't drink beer. I do love sports, and that's what uh, just that was Nate and I were talking about this in our text conversation. He loves sports too. I love sports. I don't want to talk about sports with anyone ever, ever, anywhere, any way, anyhow, anyone, anytime, ever, anyone, anywhere. As much as I love sports, I, I like I'll talk about it into this podcast. Where I don't know if anybody's listening and I don't care. And I'll listen to experts, people who are entertaining personalities. I'll listen to a Dan Patrick. I'll listen to a Tony Kornheiser. I'll listen to these guys talk about sports. Jim Rome. Romy. <laughs> Colin Cowherd. Baker Mayfield. Aaron Rodgers. Uh but I don't want to converse about sports with people because then you're in a bunch of group who's talking about the team and saying we this and we that. And we're going to trade this and we're going to get that. And we won this game. Oh, our, de- our defense is blah, blah, blah. 
and our passing game and our, the pass rush and the oh my god, shut up. Okay, coach, thank you, thank you. Appreciate the the analysis. Thank you, thank you, Greeny. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I just I don't have that ability, and then and then sometimes yeah, I mean it's just and then you you have you meet some there are some people and they're really nice and we hang out we'll chat we have nice conversations and then i don't know i guess it's the pandemic because there's there's some other there's another group of parents who's really great and we'll we'll get the kids together and we'll talk and we'll have some laughs and i think it's just it's a combined shyness of of all of us and and just not maybe the older i get i don't test the waters as much Cause I used to just say all kinds of shit. Maybe the podcast. Maybe because I say everything that I want to say that's inappropriate on the podcast. And so now in my real life, my the real world, I don't say as much stuff that would offend or perhaps inspire. And so maybe that's it. I don't I don't really know. I'm kind of just I don't know. You know these people from the school, and you. Tr- Maybe that's it. I'm just. I'm acting like less of a jackass. Of course, I go around advertising my podcast on Facebook, where I have like, uh, you know, I'm Facebook friends with other teachers from the kids' school and yeah, members of the other parents and members of the PTO. But I also, I guess, I just don't care about in that regard. But yeah, there's there's just so much that I don't say. I'm I'm so much more conservative, uh, in a sense, around a lot of these parents. So, yeah, you get there, and I'm like, what do you, what do we, what do we want to talk about, guys? And 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 and, and yeah, and then it's nothing, and then it's absolutely nothing. But uh, yeah, it was a it was a good conversation with Nate, uh, and he he shared it on Facebook and said, I'm probably going to sh- hit a few nerves with this one, and I said, well, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> If you're hitting nerves, then uh, yeah, that says that says a hell of a lot more about them than than anything you're doing or anything Saturday Night Live is doing. Uh, but I just, I yeah, the sketch was, I didn't, you know, just as as a as a comedy fan, it wasn't the funniest thing I've ever seen on the planet. But I get it, and it's it's a very it's a clever sketch, and it's you know more so than being funny, it's probably you know pissed off a bunch of people like hey. I I go to parties and talk about Marvel. Hey, I gotta talk about Star Wars. I talk about Rise and Grind. And uh <laughs> they made something about an IPA. Everybody's like, yeah, that's the other thing. I fucking I think IPAs are the most it tastes like vomit. Anytime I've ever had an IPA oh, you gotta try this IPA. It's unbelievable, this IPA. And I taste it, I'm like, I don't think people even know what they like. There's no way that anybody on the face of this planet enjoys an IPA. It is so disgusting. There's beer that I like. There's some beer that I like. Not much. But there's some most beer is disgusting and and there's some beer that I think tastes pretty good. It's usually a, a lighter, wheatier beer. And uh and 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 tastes less like beer. I guess the beer that doesn't taste so much like beer is the beer that I like. Uh but the, but the, you know, look, Budweiser is isn't that like the top Budweiser and Coors? Aren't those like the two top beers? And they're fucking disgusting. Budweiser is like, why don't you just stick a cup into the toilet? Same with Coors. Coors banquet. <laughs> okay, what's that? Well, how's that different? It's just a different can. And it's got this old cowboy telling you to go crack open a nice. Cool Coors Banquet. Oh, I love my Coors Banquet. Does it make you feel like you're at a banquet? Is it like a classier? I mean, it's got a cowboy. I think it's got that, uh, what's his name? Sam Elliott. I think he's doing the narration for Coors Banquet. And it's like, what is it supposed to be? You're a cowboy at a banquet? Having beer? I don't know. People like it. But yeah, Coors and Budweiser and all these shit beers are like the top beers. So I don't think anybody actually knows. I don't think anybody really likes beer. And and I really don't think anybody actually likes a, an IPA. 
because uh, I've I've tried a few and it, it they are all they are just so I take a few sips and I say oh my god how can anybody like I'm not a vodka fan but I get vodka and especially like vodka you can there's so many mixers and things you could go with vodka and you could do you know and I, I you know scot people don't like scotch I love scotch I don't love scotch but I used to I used to have a a taste for scotch. I enjoyed a nice scotch from time to time, but I also recognize like I'm, what I'm drinking is not all that delicious. It's just I like it better than the other liquors out there because I hate gin, I hate vodka, I hate bourbon, I hate I hate it all. I hate all. It's all disgusting. Whiskey. It's all gross. Uh, that's why edibles are so nice. It's candy. It's candy. It's a chocolate bar. <laughs> That's what's great about it. Gummies, a little piece of taffy. Lovely, lovely. I have one. So you're saying I have one little piece of this chocolate and then that's it? Yep. All righty. But they made an IPA. There was some IPA joke in that man park sketch. <laughs> IPA on t- instead of like a instead of like a dog water bowl thing that dog parks might have. I think it was like an IPA dispenser. I think that was the deal. <laughs> mm, delicious IPA. Oh gosh. So, uh, and then in in talking to Nate, I should have asked Nate for permission, but Nate, I hope it's okay. I'm, 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 I hope I'm not telling tales out of school here. But he mentioned, uh, you know, when he goes out to play, you know, just to strum the old guitar. Uh, at, at various uh, events, at restaurants and bars and parties, private parties and things like that. Uh, it's a little strange. He mentioned this, the oddness, too, of him. You know, he's a serious. That's got to be weird. You're the center of attention. And and the ladies are all kind of hovered around the, the, the musician. The dudes might stand off to the side. They just kind of hang back. I You know, somewhere I read a tweet that said something about, like, normalize uh uh dudes who are guys who are silly and i like kind of shook my head i'm like well, what do you mean i'm like oh yeah yeah guys aren't supposed to be like that it, it just it never crosses my mind like guys are supposed to supposed to just be dudes right like yeah football beer just talk about dude you know rrr tools <laughs> golf shit that you're doing. I don't even know. I don't even know what guys are supposed to... That's probably why I'm so bad at small talk. I don't know what guys are supposed to talk about. I can't talk about beer. What am I going to say? I'll be like, it's fucking disgusting. Okay. Well, nice knowing you, fellas. See you later. <laughs> I can't talk about tools. Uh, I have a hammer, but it fell on the floor last weekend, and we think it might be ghosts. Uh, but I, I've never actually used... I think I used the hammer once. Uh, what you leave? Okay, see ya, fellas. RRR tools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hunting, hunting and fishing. Oh, so sorry. Also, nothing to add to that conversation. Oh uh, yeah, it's, so it feels good to just like go shoot a living thing in the face and then, and then drag its carcass home and eat it. Cool. That sounds fucking stupid. I'd rather I'd rather just go to the store and get a burger. Oh, mm, yum. And then what kind of meat is it you get to enjoy? Deer meat? Oh, that's tasty. Hey, I wonder why McDonald's doesn't have any deer burgers. Oh, is it because deer sucks? That's uh, what where are you going, fellas? What? Oh, you you catch fish what like in a pond and then what do you do? You have to like skin it. Yeah, dig skin it and take the bones out and then you grill it and then what does it taste like it tastes like fish it tastes like every other kind of fish that's ever been uh consumed ever yeah that's fucking fun sit on a boat all day to catch something that tastes just like fish and is in fact fish wow you must have fun doing that wait wait where are you going oh, I, was, I thought we were talking about fishing what do you what do you drink you drink a nice ipa out there on the boat <laughs> Is Budweiser? What do you do, guys? Guys, what is what's going on? <laughs> you 
You want to tell what's your favorite music? What's your favorite Sondheim musical, fellas? Anybody? What Sweeney Todd's mine? What about you? Got Gypsy or got? Hey, where you going? Where you going, fellas? You want to talk about Sondheim? What about Andrew Lloyd Webber? I got to admit, not a fan, not a big fan. You guys, what do you guys? What's your take, Sondheim or Webber? What is it, hey, fellas? Patriots, guys, huh? Patriots. I don't know why. I don't know why I can't. I can't fit in with dudes, with men. So yeah, okay. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's like the guys are kind of. Nate's playing his tunes. The girls are into it. The guys are just hanging out. But yeah, you can't be. You can't be a silly, a silly boy. Is that's gay? And it's still, people still think like that. It's just weird. Fewer and fewer. If you look at the younger generation, they're, they're doing, you know, you do you, right? Like, they're, they do them very well. They're out there just fucking living life, man. And that's also why, back to what I was saying before, I just assumed everybody was like my friends in the sense that, you know, because I never... That's the great thing. Growing up, I had I had Joe and I had Nate and I had Double J, had Shawnee. That's the tight group. And then, you know, like a bunch of other guys too, Jay and the various other folks. And I never there's never a time where I was like, ah, yeah, I gotta act gotta act like a dude. You gotta act like this. Gotta, you know, just talking shop, talking sports. Cause none of those fuckers wanted to talk about any of that crap either. So we were just all being fucking silly and goofy and bouncing all over the place and having a great time. And then I, I guess I didn't, it didn't really occur to me until like being in New Hampshire, which is, yeah, New Hampshire kind of has a certain way of doing things. And we're in southern New Hampshire. It's kind of like, you know, Massachusetts Junior, Boston Junior, whatever you want to call it. And so it's, uh, it's not quite like if we were, uh, you know, up there in the mountains. But I had a neighbor one time, and I was telling him, like, oh, we found out that he, he goes to the same cabin uh, rental area that we used to go to way, way, way up north in New Hampshire. And it's a it's a, Pittsburgh. It's a snowmobiling capital of the world or the country or something. And he'd go up there with his buddies and go snowmobiling. We would go up there, but we had, like, five-year-old kids. So I'm like, eh. And then I would look and be like, whew, man, this, renting snowmobiles, that ain't cheap. So – and I didn't care – we would just go up the weekend before Christmas every year or even a couple days before Christmas. The first like three or four years that we live here, we go up there because they have an excellent restaurant. We'd get reservations at the nice restaurant that was on site. We'd – and then we'd just – I don't know. I'd get a bottle of wine, get some Baileys or something. We'd sit in the cabin. The kids would give each other early Christmas presents. We'd play games. We'd play with our Nintendo Switch. We'd play – we'd watch TV. We watched Christmas movies. Kids would play in the snow and just sit and enjoy. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful lake. Just dead ass cold, fucking frigid. There was a big snowstorm one time, and we were just so cozy. It's great. I was talking to this guy who used to live, used to be neighbors, and I was like, "Yeah, we haven't we haven't done the the." snowmobiling thing up there but hopefully you know in another year or two when the kids are old enough that would be really fun and he's like you don't do snowmobiling up there and he just starts laughing like uncontrollably laughing i'm like uh, no <laughs> didn't know that was that funny but okay and he's like well, what the hell do you do and i'm like we sit in the cabin and just enjoy each other's company we get a nice dinner and we have like wine and we hang out it's great it's so relaxing and he's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, yourself. You and the other fucking, you know, flannel-wearing beard guys. And yes, I know I'm a fucking white flannel-wearing beard. I don't wear flannels, but I know I'm a beard guy. But like, Jesus, man. Sorry. Sorry I don't do the exact activity that you did up in the fucking mountains. It's not even the mountains. It's past the mountains. It's so far north that it goes back to just being flat. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, it's not I mean, New Hampshire flat, which is still very, very hilly, <laughs> very topographical. Uh, 
but yeah, it's just funny. Like you, there's just a certain like being silly around dudes, and maybe that's it. It's just like I don't, you know, when you're working with people, you get to slowly. I'm an acquired taste. Johnny Boy is an acquired taste. This much I've known for a long time. A lot of people aren't like nuts about me right off the bat. They're not like, okay, what's this guy's deal? Case in point, my wife. When I first met my wife, she didn't like me and I didn't like her. I got along with everyone at that toy store, toy store, fabulously. Hit it off with everyone. Good rapport. Good. They all loved me. I loved them. It was great. Great fun. Good times. Kim, on the other hand, <laughs> I tried to do, you know, I would say things to try like, oh, yeah, I love that song too. Oh, yeah, this, this. And uh, and she would just look at me and roll her eyes. And I was like, hmm. But like I said, acquired taste here wasn't, wasn't long. The slow, the slow build to that friendship that would eventually become a relationship. But that's how it is with like a lot of people. So when I'm thrust into a situation where it's just a party and you've got a short amount of time, I can't do the quick hit. I can't do the like, hey, hey, I'm fun. You're fun. We're having fun. It's a great time. And everybody loves me. And then I leave. I can't do that. I'm not like fun on first meeting because I'm very shy. That's the other problem. And, uh, so yeah, so I don't, and I, you know, I know that if I started acting, if I really did say those things <laughs> to those people, Hey, so what's, uh, you guys like, uh, what's your favorite musical of all time? Most overrated musical, most underrated musical go. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nobody's nobody's into that. But that's the that's the kind of silliness that I grew up with and friends who had the same kind of silliness. Even if they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, we still were just fucking goofballs together. Freshman year of college, we went to Union College and went to a frat party and the four of us are dancing together in a just it's just the four of us. The other three are fucking shit-faced. I'm the DD, so I'm I've had not a drop to drink, but I'm still having fun and we're dancing. And this girl comes up to us like, excuse me, are you guys freshmen? Uh, why, yes, we are, lady. And she's like, oh, that's what I thought. Well, how could you tell? Because it's just four guys. You're just dancing together. See ya. And then she left. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then we were just like shrugged our shoulders. We're like, that's funny. And then we went back to dancing with each other. <laughs> Didn't care. Didn't give a fuck. And uh Yeah. So it's it's just interesting. Like, yeah, Nate will tell tell me that uh, Nate, just Nate, will tell me that the, the 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 dudes hang back and the girls are really into it, and he'll play songs. And then there's sometimes where yeah, a guy will come up and give like a big tip, right, right off the bat. Make sure everybody, all the other dudes, sees a very generous big time tipper, lots of cash. You know, big dick swinging moves and stuff like that. And then one guy called him and said, "Hey." uh, you know, or, or a friend was trying to hook him up with a gig, and the guy said, "Oh, is this? Is he's not one of those musicians who's gonna just like he's not gonna try and like sleep with with my wife and all the other women at the party, is he?" It's like, whoa, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I that thought has never even crossed my mind. Like, if my wife went to a party, whether I was there or not, and there was some dude. And he was a, you know, he was easy on the eyes, which, which old Nate S, uh, just Nate, I have, I have two very good friends who are Nate and they're both, they're both easy on the eyes, ladies and gents and anyone else. Uh, <laughs> and if my wife went to some party and some good looking guys playing tunes, if I'm sitting there thinking whether I'm there or not, and my first thought is, Hey, is he going to try and bang my wife? The answer to that question is, what difference does it make if he does or not? That's not actually the problem. The problem is is that you think, because it does, in fact, take two to tango. Uh, so you're not you're worried about like some guy's going to try and sleep with your wife. But clearly, you're also very concerned. You're such a small, little, insignificant fuck. 
that you think that so it's not that some guy's going to try and sleep with your wife. It's that your wife is going to be like, yeah, cool. Sounds good. My husband's a piece of shit. I don't care. <laughs> wow, man. Crazy. I'm so glad I don't have to go to the man park ever. A couple of birthdays, a couple of school functions were like the man park. But you know what? The kids are getting older. It's been two years since they've had birthday parties anyways. And uh, let's be honest, the dads don't, around these parts, the dads aren't going to a lot of these things for the most part. Not entirely, but you're you're much less likely to see the. That's not entirely true, though. There's some there's some times where the there's, there have been plenty of times where the dudes were there, but there's been plenty of times where where they weren't, and uh, you know, that's whatever. Uh, but the kids are older now. Their birthday functions. I mean, yeah, it's like going to do something with one friend, and that's the birthday, which is great because these birthday parties are. A cheap birthday party at one of these fucking indoor bullshit places is easily $400. Easily. And that's before you start adding on pizzas and a cake and soda. You know, the 400 maybe that includes some soda, some ginger ale or something. It's crazy, dude. There's so fucking expensive. Trampoline parks, the indoor jungle gyms. I mean, just shit that you you go to a playground go to the school playground and have a birthday party and have the same kids would have just as much fun and you've got four five six hundred dollars in your pocket unreal i'm very glad i and one of the kids birthdays was a free we, we won a gift certificate to have a free birthday party at one of these really nice locations with rock climbing and a pool and all this great stuff and it was all included oh man but it was it was easily I checked it out it was easily like 375 without the I mean it's just crazy stuff I'm glad those days are those days are over I mean not to say the kids won't have birthday parties but not not at fucking you know <laughs> half a million dollar jungle gyms that require yeah Ugh. anyway uh I'm all over the place. I'm still very tired. But the the whole thing is just it's so it's so fascinating. And the pandemic has not helped any of this cuz people are much more reserved and much more shy and they don't want to cuz everybody's like now that everybody's sort of divided politically and everything else between politics and masks and vaccines and stuff I think everybody's just terrified to talk to each other and find out find out what their beliefs are. Because <laughs> it used to be like, I miss the old days where like, yeah, half the people were Republican, half the people were Democrat. But you couldn't tell because it was basically the exact same thing. I miss those days. Like, I don't know. They're all terrible. It's still true. It's just that people don't acknowledge that anymore. Well, because they have fucking flags with the guy dressed like Rambo holding the AK. Like, uh oh, this is this is not normal. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of factors now going into just not wanting to be social in general. But hey, you know, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? What the next party will look like? Uh. I mean, Christ, the first birthday party we went to since uh, after whatever, lockdowns, whatever you want to call it, was back in May. And it was with the people that we would consider to all be very close and very good friends with. And I had a tough time socially. People I know really well. People I've just mentioned. And I was like, I was having a tough time. I was like, ooh, I've been, I've been hibernating for a year. How do we converse now? So it's no wonder why kids go back to school and they're fucking maniacs. Punching principals and... God, my wife tells me stuff. These kids come into the cafeteria with no mask on and you're not allowed without a mask on into the lunch line. When you go sit down and eat your food, then you can take... Like, just wait 
30 more seconds and you can pull your stupid mask down. But in the lunch line and you got like some of the employees are immunocompromised and it's like just fucking wear your mask while you get your lunch. Then you sit down and you can pull your mask down while you eat your stupid lunch, dummy. And uh, yeah, these kids are just, you know, one of the ladies will say like, hey, put your mask on. Please put your mask has to cover your nose and mouth. And the kid will be like, go fuck yourself. And they'll be like, get out of here. If you're not wearing the mask, you're going to talk to me like that. Get in the, And then they have to take the name down and the principal and the school security. And it's just like, oh, my God. Everybody's insane. And that's part of it, too. I, I will admit I have not, not maybe had a huge desire to become pals with a lot of these parents because I see what their kids are like. And I don't want anything to do with anyone whose sperm produce that monstrosity. Somebody who willingly let... (laughs) You willingly let that dick into your vagina to produce that even bigger dick? Yeah, I don't need any more friends in my life. Oh, God. Yeah, long overdue for a visit to New York, that's for sure. There's a lot of people I have not seen in at least the friends that I've seen most recently. It's been two years. November. November of 2019 was the last time I saw many of these people. Others, it's been three, four years. It's crazy. Got to get got to get out there. It's not going to happen anytime soon because it's just like it's busy time of the year. But I see it. uh, I see it happening. Early in the new year, I would like to think. We'll see. But uh, especially now that the kids are vaccinated, shot number two coming up soon. In a week, uh, in two weeks, yeah. So that that may that puts me a little bit more at ease too. I'll be honest. So yeah, that'll be that'll be nice. It'll be nice. Uh it'll probably be springtime, but eh, whatever. That's the way it's going to be. Better than waiting another two years. Got our plans to head south. Go to see the family for Christmas. That's nice. We're happy about that. My All of my, all of my kids' grandparents are retired except for my mother-in-law. And that will come to an end on December 31st. And we're going to try to be there. I normally, we normally, when we go south... A, we normally fly down, but I'm uh, not a chance. Not a, not now. Uh-uh. Not with these lunatics. And at the holidays, these anti-mask fuckheads getting on a plane, causing all kind of nonsense and swinging fists and all this bullshit. No. Nah, uh-uh. Fuck you. I'd rather yell at somebody in the car <laughs> uh, <laughs> and have him hunt me down at the next gas station. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to drive down I think we're going to drive down We're going to basically be down there for the whole week I hate when Christmas is on a Saturday I fucking hate it Because you lose it's, it, it becomes a floating holiday instead of a day off So you don't really It's just not it's just not the same It's the least amount of vacation You know, when Christmas is on a Thursday or a Wednesday That's nice The middle of the week Because you take, you know, take that time off and It's on a Saturday It's just like, oh, okay well, that doesn't. That's not very helpful for. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll we'll leave. We'll drive down there. We'll get there Christmas Eve. It's the first time in. I don't even know when the last time. I want to say it's been four years since we were there for Christmas Eve. Uh, it's it hasn't happened much. I can tell you that. Haven't had a lot of Christmas Eves together over the years, so this will be nice, and then have Christmas Day together. And then we've never had New Year's Eve together, but it looks like we probably will have that because we'll stay and we'll come back on New Year's Day and drive all the way through and get back late on Saturday night and then have one whole day on Sunday to to rest up. But that's okay. We haven't we haven't done this in two years, so it's all good. It'll be a fun time. What are your Christmas plans? What kinds of things will you be doing this holiday season? I hope it's fun stuff. And what's your favorite musical? What's your least favorite musical? What's the most overrated musical? Most overrated? 
<laughs> uh, I should I should get out now. I'm I'm not gonna make any friends with what I'm about to say. Most overrated. I mean, anything by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> I just hate. I mean, cats. Are you kidding me? Phantom of the Opera. I not a fan. Saw it on Broadway. Very impressive, but ugh. any any of his shit, you, you can keep it. Uh, I gotta tell you, Hamilton to me is just like Rent was in the nineties. I have tried so hard to like Hamilton when it first came out. I mean, this was what ten years ago, and the, the soundtrack was on Spotify, and I listen. I sit there at work, and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, eh. Eh, don't love it, but maybe this is better like when you see it in person. Maybe when you see them acting it out, you'll get a better. And then it came to Disney Plus, and we watched it on Disney Plus, and uh, I don't think we finished it. And I'm just, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know, man. I can't, it's not for me. And I, I really enjoy Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh that that Cuban cartoon movie on Netflix with the f- little monkey was great. Cujo, Bebo, Vivo, 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 Devo, Vivo. Great. Moana, love it. Love the songs. Really like a lot of his stuff. I man, I just can't do Hamilton. And and that's the thing that everybody loves Hamilton. Everybody, no, you don't mean anyway. I'm afraid to say that I don't like Hamilton, except here on the Birthday Boy podcast because nobody's listening to this. <laughs> but I'm afraid to say it because so many people love it. And I don't want to say it just to, you know, I feel like it just sounds like I'm being contrarian or I'm just not liking something because everybody likes I'm not trying to be like that hipster kind of thing. Oh, I don't like it because everyone likes No, I just, I don't like it because I've been trying to like it for almost a decade and it ain't happening. I don't know. Maybe if we actually saw it on Broadway. I mean, how many times do I have to see this or listen to it to realize I'm not a big fan? Because I didn't really... Everybody raved about Rent, and then we saw it, and I fucking hated it. And I still hate it. I still hate those songs. Just despise those songs. That 5,000... It's off. That's one of the worst songs ever. It's an awful, awful song. So there you go. There's my, there's my most overrated, I guess, <laughs> which is like half of the musicals in existence. I think I just pointed out. And then for me, uh, look, I, there's a lot of people who hate West Side Story. I fucking love West Side Story. Those songs are so great. I don't understand people who don't like. There's people who hate West Side Story. I don't get it. When I was a kid, I didn't like it. But I fucking love those songs. I love those songs. Sweeney Todd, Les Mis. Oh, man. Come on. That's good stuff. That's good shit. Anyway. So what's your favorite musical? What are your top three? What are your top three seasonal activities? Let me know. Somehow. All right. Lunchtime's over. See ya.